The Mindspo Podcast. What do you see with your mind's eyes? Welcome back. Let's elevate. Roll your shoulders up and back. Unclench your jaw. Elongate your spine as you take a deep breath in. And now, exhale. Now take your mind to that person, place, or thing that you have gratitude for and start to feel into the joy available to you at all times. Elevate into a higher vibration as we expand together and dive into this conversation. Welcome to the Mindspo podcast. My name is Rochelle Fox. I am your host and you are tuning in for another episode in our Mindspo manifestation series brought to you by Manifesty app. And I wanted to talk this week about self-love because I feel I haven't actually spoken about self-love enough on this podcast when it comes to my own self-healing journey and the work that I've done. Self-love is a massive chapter and it continues to be a chapter I'm continuing to write. I feel like we all have a book we are writing on our own self-love journey. There is always an underlying theme of learning how to love ourselves that continues to go throughout our life. And I feel this is because I've learned in my own journey that self-love really isn't a destination. It's a journey. I feel like when I I first started my own self-love and healing journey, I really thought that I was going to get to this one spot and like I would love myself unapologetically for the rest of my life. And although I have continued to love myself for many years after really healing myself of so many different things, I'm learning that there is also a a journey with self-love and there are times where I find it harder to to love myself in the ways that I I want to because there'll be something that I'm navigating or there'll be a, a chapter where I'm more hard on myself or I failed in a certain kind of way or something gets activated or triggered and I've really got to go in there and go back to those fundamentals and remember who the fuck I am and why I'm here and why I'm worthy of all the things that I believe I'm worthy of. And it's not a straight road. I don't think healing in general is a straight road. I feel like it's up and down and it's like all around. It's not linear. And I feel sometimes we're sort of given this idea that healing is A, B, C, D, E, F, G. And it hasn't been like that for me. And maybe it's like that for other people, but I definitely feel like it's more of a roller coaster (laughs) or an alphabet soup uh, than A, B, C, D, E, F, G. And lately I've been thinking about all the different ways that I work on my self-love on a regular basis, because I would say my self-love has been really consistent and really good. And I've pulled myself out recently of some really difficult times that I've been through personally. Times that I haven't necessarily spoken about like fully on here on this podcast, but there have been some big speed humps in the last six months that I've had to navigate, some things that have really shaken me. And throughout that process of being rattled and and having all these things going on, I have actually been like really quite busy. I've had a lot of other stuff happening and there have been a few times recently where I haven't really had the time and space to really dedicate as much energy as what I would like to, to my own personal growth journey. 
It hasn't been until I got here to Sydney where I've been really able to dive back into my own personal growth and dedicate like a lot of time and space for it because before now I've just been holding so much space for other people. And during the times that I was holding all this space for other people and, you know, going through some of my own shit, I really realized that there are some key fundamental lazy girl methods, lazy girl routines that I have that help me keep my subconscious programmed for self-love. They keep me in touch with that deep self-love, that deep worth that I've been working on for many years. And these are the lazy girl subconscious reprogramming tips and tricks. These are the things that you can do on a day-to-day basis that won't take much time. They won't take much energy. They won't take up uh, too much space. And I feel like when you are on your healing journey, it is so important to remember that the little things are really the big things. It is the small routines and rituals, the daily practices that make the biggest impact. It's about having consistency and it's about showing up on a regular basis. This is how you maintain strong foundations within yourself. This is how you keep house, so to speak. I feel like this is how you really make sure you are building your life and building what it is that you want to create on solid foundations by doing these little things that that keep your conscious mind and your subconscious mind clear. I want you to think about your room right now and imagine that for a whole entire month, every single time you got dressed and undressed in your room, Rather than taking your clothes off and putting them in the dirty wash basket or actually hanging them back up, you left them on the floor. Imagine you did this for a whole entire month. How would your room look? It would be an absolute freaking shit show. And this is what often our mind, our subconscious mind, our energy feels like when we don't have the daily routines, the daily rituals, and the little things that help us clean house. It's like we are just chucking all of these different things off into our energy every single day. And we're not taking the time to go in there and do the practices to clear them up, to remove them, to let them go, to work through them. And when I'm talking about these lazy girl subconscious programming hacks, I'm really talking about these little things that we can do to go in there and to hang back up the clothes that we threw on the ground, to really sort out the things that we left in our room, to take the trash out. And these things make such a big difference. And before I get into the tips, I want to just mention, you might be thinking to yourself, what does this girl know about self-love? Maybe you've seen a photo of me and you've made a snap judgment or you've watched my reel, or maybe it's the first time you're listening to this podcast and you're looking at the podcast cover and you're thinking, eh, this chick got blonde hair and blue eyes and she looks thin and what kind of self-love journey has she been on? And I I just want to circle here and and tell you a little bit about my story. Oh God, I used to absolutely freaking hate myself. And my self-love journey was really like the beginning of my spiritual awakening. I used to be someone that hated myself on a mental, spiritual, physical, and energetic level. I, I absolutely despise myself with every single inch of my being. And when I hated myself the most, it was when I was my youngest, my thinnest, my whitest teeth, my blondest hair, like I was rail thin and the perfect inverted commas, like perfect size to be a model and be in the entertainment industry. And I was, I, I looked like someone that should you know, really love themselves and be super confident and, and have a lot of self-confidence and high self-esteem. But 
I didn't. I despise myself and I really struggled with just my mind and my body and everything on a regular basis. I'm someone that's been through an eating disorder and had disordered eating. I've had bulimia, I've been through depression and anxiety and all these different things. And in this chapter of absolutely hating myself and really struggling with just being alive and honestly, like struggling with being in this body, this like human body, this Rochelle Fox flesh puppet that I've been given, I one day learned meditation and learning meditation saved my life. And it put me on a journey of personal growth and spiritual development. And that journey really did start as a self-love journey. I was on a mission to learn how to love myself and to find happiness. That was the thing that I really wanted at the beginning of my journey of my manifestation journey as well. Like that was my key thing to find happiness within. And I really found that happiness within through learning how to love myself through learning how to appreciate being alive and being given a chance to express myself. And I've really learned in my own self-love journey that self-love doesn't have a look. It has nothing to do with your weight or your physical presence. It has to do with the inner work. It's It truly is an inside job. And throughout all the work that I've done with my students, you know, I've hosted over 20 self-love retreats in Bali, over 30 retreats in total in general. I've facilitated hundreds of women's self-love and healing journeys in person, and then thousands of other students online. And through taking so many people through all these different modalities and all the different tools and the systems and the methods that we have created at Mindspo. The one thing that I've really learned is that self-love doesn't have a look. It, it is a completely inner journey. It is a relationship that you have with yourself. And I think so often we think that self-love is external and really that is just having high self-esteem, but self-esteem is a fair weather friend. Self-esteem is all about you feeling good or feeling better or feeling high. It's only there when you're achieving something, when things are going well. But true self-love is about compassion. It's about loving yourself despite what is going on. It's about loving yourself in the shit, in the hard moments, in the times where everything seems to be fucking up and you just, you don't know how to navigate it, but you really know that you have to be there for yourself and you have to love yourself no matter what's going on. Self-love for me is a huge part of the work that I do and I feel like it will be a part of the work that I do on this planet until I die because it's, it really is, I believe, the foundations of personal growth. At the end of the day, I believe that we come here as humans to learn how to return to love. This is a journey of remembering that we are love and that we are worthy and that we are connected and that we're all one. And the more I have lent into self-love, the more I have learned to develop my relationship with myself and grow with myself and forgive myself and have compassion for myself, the more beautiful my life has been. And that's my hope for every other you know, human on this planet to go on this beautiful journey of self-discovery and really learn how to love themselves unapologetically. So with that said, let's dive into some of the tips. My first tip is to start listening to high vibe empowering music every single day on repeat and to listen to the same playlist on repeat. 
Now, I have a suggestion for you. I actually have a playlist made for you that will really help you with this first step. It wouldn't be a lazy girl list if I hadn't already done the work for you. So this is actually our Elevate playlist on the Mindspo Spotify channel. And this is the playlist that I play at every single one of my self-love retreats. And I got to tell you, when I play this playlist, all of my students, they come up to me by day two and they're like, I need this playlist. What is this playlist? I've been Spotifying and Shazamming all of the songs. Like, I need this now. And this is my secret playlist that I'm sharing with the world. It is such a high vibe playlist and it has had such a drastic impact on my self-love, my self-esteem, my self-belief, because all of the songs in this playlist are affirmation-based songs. So they are all songs that are empowering you. They are uplifting you. They are songs that have high vibrations and just like incredible lyrics. There is not one song in that list that is a downer or that isn't a vibe. It is just chef's kiss. But the thing about this tip and really all of the tips in this list is this needs to be done on repeat. So if you just listen to a high vibe playlist once a week, it's not going to have a really big impact. But if you implement this playlist into your routine and you choose a habit or a ritual or something that you are doing for yourself, an existing thing in your life that you can add music to, this is going to have a big impact. So set aside 30 or 20 minutes that you're like, okay, maybe it's when you wash up every single day. Maybe it's when you're having a shower, you're putting your makeup on, you're getting ready, whatever it is, make sure it's something that you're already doing every single day. And if you do this, I know that it is going to have such a big impact on your energy. It is going to help you elevate. It is going to get you high on life. And I want to put it out there. If you ever find a song that you feel just has to be on one of our Mindspo Spotify playlists that is in the same vibration, is in the same energy. I am always looking for more music. So please DM it to us at Mindspo on Instagram and my team will check it out. And if it is a vibe, we will put it in the playlist. My second tip is to reprogram your subconscious mind while you sleep. And you can do this specifically on Manifesty using our self-love subconscious reprogramming track. I made this track around a year ago and I'm actually in the works of developing like a whole entire library of sleep meditations and sleep subconscious programming programs for Manifesty, which I'm really excited about. But this particular sleep meditation has become an absolute favorite with our community. And so many people use it every single night to go to sleep. And I've had incredible effects from this one meditation. And in this meditation, you will hear me just saying a whole bunch of affirmations out loud on repeat, and it will gently guide you to sleep. And the affirmations will get quieter and quieter, but they'll still be there. And they're in the background as well. So this whole entire track is really designed to seep into your subconscious because the door to your subconscious mind is more open right before you go to sleep. When you are in that sleepy state, that state between like kind of halfway being awake and halfway being to sleep, that is when your conscious mind, it starts to switch off, but your subconscious mind is always on. It's always there. It is always working. It is what keeps the blood moving through your body, your heart beating, all of your organs. So it is always listening. And when the conscious mind starts to switch off and fade away, that is when we are able to really do the work, the deeper work on reprogramming our subconscious mind, because there isn't anything going on in front of it to reject what it's hearing. So it just takes everything in so much better right before you go to sleep and also right before you wake up in the morning. So if you are someone that is scrolling your phone right before you go to sleep, this is probably one of the worst things you could do one for your sleep, but two for your subconscious mind, especially if you are looking 
looking at the news or you're on the Instagram feed and you're getting triggered and activated and you're comparing yourself to people and maybe you're stalking your boyfriend's ex-girlfriend or your ex-boyfriend's current girlfriend and you're putting yourself into a spin and you're starting to worry about all the things that happened today and you're just starting to feel negative. These are all things that you really need to stop and be super mindful of and replace with something like a sleep meditation. So allow yourself to really wind down, get off your phone and just effortlessly reprogram your subconscious mind with the Manifesti self-love sleep meditation and let me know what you think. My third tip is to install what I like to call the watchdog of the mind. So this is something that I've really described as my self-awareness, that part of myself that is able to watch myself and be aware of my own thoughts, my own feelings. And it's a really, really important step and something that I've actually integrated into my life through the practice of meditation. So if you're not a meditator, this step might be a little bit difficult, but I know so many people that listen to this podcast are now minds for meditators and are on a meditation path. So ever since I started meditating, I started discovering that I could start to actually watch my thoughts. I started to realize that I was able to observe my thoughts. And just because I had a thought didn't mean that it was true. Meditation really allows you to become the watchdog of your mind. It allows you to observe your thoughts and just to watch what's going on inside of your head and realize that these thoughts they're just things. They're not actually me. These are just suggestions that are popping up. And when you start to realize that your thoughts aren't actually who you are, they are just ideas and concepts and mental chatter that is flowing through kind of like clouds passing by in the sky. Like are the clouds in the sky, are they permanent fixtures? Are they the sky? No, they are just impermanent. They're just going, they're passing. The sky is there, but the clouds, they're just moving. They're not permanent. They're always just popping up and they're turning into different shapes, but they're not actually the sky. They are just there. So you are the sky, you are you, and your thoughts are just clouds. They are the unpermanent things that are floating up around there. And when I started to think about thoughts like this, I realized just like you can lay down and watch the sky and see the clouds and have them passing by, you can also be inside your mind and watch your thoughts and see that your thoughts are just passing by. And this allowed me to install this concept of being like the watchdog of my mind. And why this is important is because your subconscious mind it doesn't take a joke. It just takes in whatever it is that you are repeating and saying and doing over and over and over again. The things that you are doing on repeat, that is what is reprogramming going into your subconscious mind. So if you are having very repetitive negative self-talk, repetitive doubts, repetitive negative stories, then these are slowly sinking into your subconscious mind. And your subconscious mind doesn't really care if it's a good thing or a bad thing. Whatever comes into the subconscious mind gets planted in the subconscious mind. This is why our conscious mind has such a big job. Your conscious mind is able to accept and reject things. And when you install the watchdog of your mind, when you install this cloud watcher that is able to watch all of these thoughts, like you would watch the clouds and just observe the sky and able to let go and just reject the things in the clouds that you don't want. This is when you're able to really stop yourself from forming these 
deep negative subconscious beliefs. It is so important to stop believing every single thought that you think and really learn how to develop a healthy mistrust for the mind. Meditation is by far the best tool that I know that will help you with this. So to action this one, if you're not already a meditator, I would recommend start meditating because it's going to make this so much easier. But if you are a meditator, really install this concept of being the watchdog of your mind, developing that healthy mistrust for your mind, and just accept that not every single thought that you have is truth. My last lazy girl tip for reprogramming your subconscious mind is a really fun one. And this for me is kind of how I remind myself that I'm my best friend every single day. This is how I am my biggest cheerleader and how I I just show myself that I love myself on a daily basis. And that is, I have turned my phone into a self-love machine, a dream machine, a, a cheerleader. Like my phone is constantly affirming to me the thoughts, the beliefs, and the identity that I want to be in, the identity that I need to step into this next level version of myself, the identity of myself that loves myself, the identity of myself that believes in myself. Like my phone is constantly reinforcing this to me. And I do this through Manifesty Affirmation. So in Manifesty app, who sponsors these podcasts, Mindspo's app, we have a whole entire section where you can program in your own custom affirmations. And we have so many different affirmations that you can choose from. And I have done this to like a crazy level. Like my phone is going off every single day, multiple times a day with all of these different affirmations that make me feel so high vibe. All the other notifications on my phone are notifications that I have to go into the apps to get, but on my actual notification screen, it is just all manifesting notifications. And I have this habit of every single time I go to pick up my phone, which is quite a few times a day, obviously being in the line of work that I am in every single time there is just an absolute explosion on my phone of affirmations. And I read these affirmations out every single time. I feel them in my heart. I feel them in my mind. I really just allow myself to just accept them and take them in. And I remind myself that I love myself so much that I took the time to program all of these into my phone. I love myself so much that I have dreams, that I have aspirations, that I'm on this self-love journey, that I'm investing time into myself. And I don't know, for me, this has just been just a a really like nice thing to do. And it, it has really helped me because there are so many affirmations that I've had on my phone for like six months that now I feel they are part of my identity. I think one of the biggest ones is around my health and my wellness and just how much I am willing to invest into my time and my self care. I think there was quite a lot of time in the last few years where I really wasn't putting my self care first or just my health first. And after I had an ear infection, I decided that I was changing all of that. And a lot of my affirmations have been around just how healthy and vibrant I am and how much I love myself and how worthy I am of putting time and effort and energy into myself and that health as wealth. And because of those affirmations every single day, I think about that and I'm like, oh, I should go for a walk today. Oh, I should do some Pilates. Oh, I should go do a stretch. Oh, I'm going to make this healthy choice here. And that has just really helped me because my approach to health now has got nothing to do with what what I look like, but it has everything to do with how I feel on the inside and my energy levels and my vitality. And yeah, that's just been a big shift for me because I used to just focus on what I look like on the outside and it didn't matter how healthy I was as long as I looked a certain kind of way. And now it's the complete other way around. It's not about what I look like on the outside. It's about what I feel like on the inside. 
So there you have it. Those are my lazy girl tips for self-love. I want to reiterate here that there are so many other ways that you can reprogram your subconscious mind, but these are the lazy girl ways that you can implement that are super easy, that don't take much time and effort and will really have an impact. And the last thing I want to say is if when listening to this podcast, you were thinking to yourself, these are great tips, but I really am looking for something more. I'm wanting to go deeper. I'm wanting support. I'm wanting community. I'm wanting a program. I don't want the lazy girl guide. I want to just go head first, all in. I need a transformation. I am sick of how things are going and I want to make a big change. Then I want to say to you, this is your sign to go and check out the Mindspo Bali self-love retreat. We have spots open for 2024 and we have a killer lineup of incredible facilitators and my tried and tested program that hundreds of women have gone through. This has been an absolute labor of love creating this self-love program and these self-love retreats. And we've now, like I said, facilitated hundreds of women through this exact program and we've got raving reviews that speak for themselves. So if you are ever interested in really diving into your self-love in a deep way. I recommend going and checking out the links down below in the show notes, go and explore our Bali self-love retreat, read our Facebook reviews on Mindspur Retreat's Facebook page, and put in an application to join us in Bali for your very own eat, pray, love, self-love adventure. I'm sending you so much love as always. I really love doing episodes like this that are very actionable and that I know you guys can, you know, implement into your day-to-day life. And I want to remind you that if nothing changes, nothing changes. So take one of the tips that I mentioned today and really show up for it. And I know that you will see a difference. I'm sending you so much love and I'll see you in the next one. Thank you for joining me for this episode. You can discover more from Mindspo on Instagram and TikTok by following at Mindspo and myself at Rochelle underscore Fox. If this episode inspired you, then please pass it on and share the love. And if you're new to our world and you want to elevate your mind and step into your best self, then be sure to download our app Manifesty from the App Store and take advantage of the free trial. With Manifesty, you can create your own vision board movies, practice powerful meditations and set affirmation reminders so your phone supports your journey towards that abundant vision of your future. And lastly, always remember, you create your own reality. So go and make some magic. Thank you.